Welcome to the NFL Stock Exchange Podcast. In this episode, Connor and I are drafting against each other full 22-man starting rosters using only players under the age of 25 in the NFL. So it's snake draft format, kind of like what we've done over the last couple of episodes, and we're trying to form the best teams that we possibly can. Full offenses, full defenses, and even a little bit of reserve as well. So we talk about strategy, we talk about scarcity at the position, positions that are super deep with talent, and ultimately how each of our teams are going to line up against one another, and you guys got to choose the winner. I'm Trevor Sikama. With me, as always, is Connor Rogers. Let's ring the bell. Welcome to the opening bell of the NFL Stock Exchange Podcast. I'm Trevor Sikama, that is Connor Rogers, joining you all on a beautiful Monday morning or Sunday night for the true addicts that are getting this bad boy early to draft once again all under 25 teams against one another. Connor, we did this last year, and it was one of my favorite summer exercises that we did. We take a look at some of the best young talent in the NFL, but of course, we bring a drafting style to it. So you and I are about to draft starting 11 on 11 offenses and defenses with only players it will be under the age of 25 when week one comes around bingo so, buddy i'm very excited about this one again this is this is gonna get heated i remember this episode last summer and there were times where we're just sweating who do we pick because like you and i said at the beginning of the show we're not going in order it's not like oh both of us pick quarterback now mm-hmm. we move on to running back it is a free-for-all May the best team win. And of course, you guys are going to have to choose whose squad is the best when it's all said and done. So I'm excited for today, my friend. I am too. This is a this is a very hard exercise to master um, oh, because yeah. there's only so much prep you could do. Like I panic texted you this morning. I, I'm like, dude, I can't find the age filter <laughs> on pro football <laughs> reference. And you were like, relax, use ultimate. And I always forget like how the capabilities of ultimate are, even as I've been using it for what, two years now, I'm yeah. always overwhelmed by going to all filters and searching and I could literally filter like anything in the world and then selected ages 18 to 24. You have to be careful. Nobody's turning 25 during camp, which is a couple guys. Right. Um, So yeah, this is, but it's fun. That's what makes it fun. It's competitive. It is something that I think people love to have their own takes on, which is kind of a goal of our show is like, Mm -hmm. what do you disagree with us or how would you do things differently? So I absolutely love this show and it's, it's a really fun exercise to do in a quiet time of the football season. This is going to be one of those things that we were talking about on the last couple of episodes that we want you guys to vote on whose team is better. Uh, Can we do a poll on YouTube comments? Is that a thing? We're new to YouTube. I think only live. I want to say live. All right. Well, well maybe not. Maybe there maybe, is... maybe we'll do it on Twitter. So if What's you guys YouTube follow, news? if <laughs> if you guys follow the channel on Twitter, I think we're going to put up a poll. We'll probably make the length of the poll like as long as we can, maybe even a week long. And you guys can vote as you have listened to the episode whose team you think is the best. That will be the first point in the standings for this cycle. And then, like we said, we're going to come up with, I got to do something for Connor if he wins. He's got to do something for me if I win. It's going to be kind of like a celebrate the winner kind of a thing. But this is going to be one of those categories. Um, Before we dive into this, and I think the number one overall pick is going to mean a lot in this draft. And so we don't know how we're deciding that. Right. I was going to say, me and you might have to throw fisticuffs about who's going to get number one overall. But who are some snake, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. It has to. Yeah. Um, Pot on the pod. (laughs) Who are some of the players who you noticed who we could just get out in front of it? You know, instead of people yelling at us at the end of the episode or midway through the episode, 
how has no one picked Jalen Hurts right. yet? Good well, Jalen Hurts is he turns 25 before week one of this season. Uh, the other big one was Antoine Winfield Jr. That's, that I found. Those are the two that, yeah, that really jumped out when you're okay. doing this. I couldn't remember if there was another one that you found. I'm sure there's going to be throughout this podcast when we get into deeper positions. Mm-hmm. Um, ooh, did I just find another one or no? Give me Didn't one you? second. Okay, all right. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. No. Sneaky. Sneaky young. Okay. okay. Well, don't tell cool. me. Yeah, don't tell me. Don't, don't, you don't know what's interesting, me. too, in this is like how to value rookies. Because yes, right. You you. You really do, you are going on a draft evaluation, but it's it's really dangerous. Yeah, um, really dangerous. So I remember last year specifically. I'm pretty sure I took Icky at some point, and, and Icky had a really good rookie season, but like he could have been really bad. And you'd look back on it now and be like, "Oh God, that was a bad choice." You just right, right. Yeah the the rookie the rookie factor here is. It, it will will be important because there are a handful of players that could potentially sneak into these teams uh it was like we said it wasn't the most talented class at the top but i think that there are um some players who could definitely get in on here so are, how are we doing this who's getting, who's getting i, I don't even one? i don't even know like i really it's so hard it's so hard to do the number one, everybody knows i think everybody is listening knows in their brains why we're going back and forth like this there is a yes. very clear advantage at the most important position in football. <laughs> like very, very no, clear. Yeah. At the tight long snapper, yeah. under 25. So, slot corner. <laughs> <laughs> I don't is there is there a or do we use a, a randomizer right so, now? Look, we can use a randomizer. I feel um I almost feel bad throwing this out there. Okay. Because I'm I'm the winner of it. Then do it. I don't my care. Mad, my Madden team won last year. Didn't oh, okay. It? No, that's good. I like that. Didn't I it? think that's good. Right. It did. I think it, I had a Justin Herbert throw like 35 interceptions. I don't know what happened. And my receivers were Jamar Chase and all these studs. And it we stunk up the joint. So when we Bad went over this, for the, peop- for the people who are listening to the podcast that weren't listening to this episode last year, uh, a wonderful listener of the pod took our teams, put them together in Madden and simulated the game against one another. And shootout, by the way. Oh, dude, it was Trevor what, like 63 was. to like 35 or something <laughs> no crazy. defense was played. Yeah, None. no defense. No, don't draft defense. You will lose. But my team did win. So I, yep. I don't know. Hey, no, I'm cool. I'm cool with that. Okay. All right. I don't. Yeah, I, I feel kind of bad about it, but I also don't feel kind of bad about it. Because... No, I think I. it's going to be hell for me. But no, actually, no, no, it's not. Um, it's fine. I'm talking myself into it. I'm coping. This is copium live on air listening coping is going to be half of this exercise so with that being said i'm sitting here like tony montana with copium on the desk (laughs) i'm taking trevor lawrence yeah well there it is i'm taking i'm taking trevor lawrence number one (laughs) overall in this draft i know people who are uh, he, people who have been reading my articles the past week, watching the Jags Twitter account light me up for having Trevor Lawrence like 18th on my under 25 list are probably freaking out right now and yelling at me, but there's no other choice that could be made here. Yeah, you know, I was I, kind of going back to that article in, in a way to explain Trevor Lawrence a little bit here. I had him at 18, but man, having him at 18 uh, of the top 25 players under 25, that was much more about the player's that are have are already arrived 
in the league at a young age. So many of the players that I had ranked above Trevor Lawrence have already earned elite PFF grades either this year or last year for their position. Like they're already mastering their skill set. And that's crazy. So I've had a lot of those guys a lot higher. Lawrence had a fantastic stretch really in the second half of the season. There was about a six game stretch where he was playing very, very well. I was a little, the reason why I had him lower on the list is because I was, I was a little hesitant to give him too much praise because the last couple of games that he played the the playoff games, I didn't love him in. I didn't love him during points that Tennessee game is the last game of the season as well. So I'm like, okay, I still think he's a little up and down right now, but in this exercise, we're, we're building a team. We're picking guys under 25 and there's nobody that you could start this draft with other than Trevor Lawrence. He has the highest ceiling of any of these passers that you could pick from. Um, and he's the obvious choice to me. So Duval came for your ass. Yeah. So the Jags Twitter Wild account Twitter specifically. Oh, well, I, and I love, <laughs> I, look, I love Jags fans. Like all oh, the responses, like I'm kind of like laughing as well with them. Like I don't take these things personally. It's just, it's, no. it's, it's a ranking, but the Jags official Twitter account tweeted out that I had him 18th. And then the blurb that I wrote for it. And yeah, Jags fans really. Oh, okay. I thought they were like, get him. I mean, they, they the wolves. That kind of is a polite way of sticking the wolves on you. I was going to say they knew what they were doing when they did it. Yeah, which they did. I respect social media game. You got to be able to do it. Man, they did. You could you could retaliate, but you're a, you're humble. Uh, you're you're a humble person. Yeah, I'm so. also not going to win that argument. No, right? probably not. There's just there's just <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I get to pick back to back. Yeah, uh, this is pretty easy for me. This is this was how I coped with this. And it was funny because I did decide this and then I opened your article and I was mm. like, oh, wow. Trevor sees it the exact same way. Yeah. I'm taking Micah Parsons. Okay. Who I agree with you is the best football player entering the season under 25 years old. I mean, he's unbelievable. Yeah. He's yes. just, um, he's unbelievable. Yeah. And he's only getting better. Um, He understandably is is right in the thick of it to win defensive player of the year this year mm-hmm. in the opening odds. So I will, I am very happy of course about getting an edge talent in Micah Parsons who looking at our sheet, do I technically put him on the DL section? You, I mean, you, you can put him anywhere. So for people right. out there, I, we did an awful job as we often do well, uh, no, setting this up not awful. It's just hard for the, for the listeners. Actually, you know what? Ryan's probably going to save our ass once again as the producer and have it, set up correctly when you guys are watching this on the screen, but we're giving ourselves flexibility here. So the way that the roster is set up is we got one quarterback, one running back, two wide receivers, one tight end, and then a flex player. So another running back, another wide receiver, another tight end. Then we have two offensive tackles, three interior offensive linemen defense. It's set up to where you can, you can play these guys. However you want, right? If you want to play a four, three, we have the flexibility to have a four, three. If you want to play a three, four, we give you the flexibility to do that. So it's it's three defensive linemen, another hybrid defensive lineman or a linebacker, two more Which linebackers, a slot corner, two outside corners, and two safeties. We're also going to draft uh, reserve players quickly at the end of the draft, a reserve skill player, a reserve offensive lineman, a reserve box player, uh, and then a reserve coverage player too. So that's how the, the rosters are going to br- break down. So um, you could put Parsons wherever you want, all that to say. He's my you- front seven flex guy. Yeah, you could you're right, and 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 you could have flexibility with, with him from then on out. So Parsons, I figured was going to have to come up next. My other pick, not really much of a surprise. I'm going to go with Justin Jefferson. I just want that okay. talent. 
okay. here. I really want the talent. Um, All right. It's fascinating because, you know, obviously wide receiver is a good group at this age, but he's different. Like he's really, really different. And I'm just, yeah, I didn't get Trevor Lawrence. So I'm just going to try to make up as much miles as I can by taking the absolute elite talents that are available in this draft. Oh man. I don't think you're shocked though by those. Picks. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm not shocked. The The reason why I'm, I'm sighing is why because there are a couple of ways that I can go about this draft from here on out. But if I don't go a certain direction and you do, that's part of it, then <laughs> that's going to be rough for me. Um, Connor, this all hinges on upon whether I think you're going to screw me over. As I often attempt to do on most episodes of this show. This you, show. you do indeed. I'm a specialist at that. Oh, Special. I'm going to regret this if I have to. All right, I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick Jamar Chase. Okay. Uh, I wasn't. I wasn't sure if I was going to go that direction, but I've got to, I've got to pick Jamar chase because I can't let you get the greatest wide receiver group ever assembled, which with... I tried to do last year, if I remember correctly, and it didn't really pay off for me. So I'll uh, go chase. Yeah. And then I'm going to go with Jalen Carter as my next pick here. Wow. Yeah. There's the stunner of the draft. I mean, so there are really. obviously more established players that are right. on here that you could go with. But defensive line, specifically interior defensive line, when it comes to getting after the passer, is not super strong under 25 right now. Unless I am missing somebody, which I already took Carter. So if you're about to yeah, you're absolutely right. steal somebody, then. Maybe maybe I'm totally wrong, but I'll, I'm going with Jamar Chase for the first selection. I've got to get a wide receiver one. I can't let you get Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase and any of the other incredible wide receivers that we have here. But then I will go with I, – I don't know if there's, there's a more talented three-technique pass rusher than Jalen Carter even right now without him playing it down in the NFL versus right. the guys that we have under 25. So I wanted to get the pass rushing three-technique guy. So I'll go um, – yeah, we'll we'll go Jamar Chase and then I'll go I'll, I'll go Jalen Carter. So I, I had Jeff, Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase as my wide receiver duo last year. Mm, and, okay, yeah, then maybe um, I maybe I just have nightmares about it. Right. Maybe well, yeah. I mean, they're they're sick, and I, it, it could have been replicated this year. So I think that was a wise move. Okay. By you, <sighs> I'm sweating and, already. I'm just yeah, it really sweating. Isn't it insane how quickly it just gets like utterly ridiculous yeah yeah I'm, it's like my life is on the line dude it's like my family's in danger and i gotta if, if i don't pick the team that wins in madden sim then i never see my family again <laughs> granny's not getting out of the cave. A... <laughs> <laughs> oh gets me every time sick world sick world we live in gets me every time all right, where are you going? You're up. You got back to that. I'm I am absolutely a mess right now. I'm a puddle. I, I don't even I'm just completely swimming upstream at the moment. Um, okay. Uh Homer alert. I'm gonna take Sauce Gardner. 
Okay. All right. Don't care. Okay. He's sick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't care. He's awesome. Uh, so now I have Micah Parsons rushing with Sauce leading the secondary. Yeah, it's pretty sick. Yeah, I can't lie about it. This is where it gets kind of... Man. Yeah, Sauce, is, Sauce was... You have, understandably so, picked position group player number one yeah. on my on my board. Because I got, I got these yep. guys broken up into a different big board. And obviously, Jefferson's number one. Parsons number one, Sauce is number one. So uh, I can't hate on I can't hate on the draft at all right now for you. No, is you're right though. The strategy is kind of playing in of like I love these certain players, but I love yeah. the pool they're in. Correct. I, I kind Correct. I kind of shrug and I'm like, if Trevor takes two guys in front of me, I won't. I'll be okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'll be okay. So I think that really plays into it, where where and why it gets so tricky. This is this is gonna seem this I'm is gonna seem it. pretty wild. I'm here for it. I don't even need, I don't even I don't even to hear anything else. I'm here for I'm it. I'm gonna take Patrick Sertan. <laughs> yeah. I there's really good corners under 25. Damn it. I think I think Gardner, I think Sauce and Sertan are the best corners in football, maybe right now. There's there is certain there's an argument yes. to be made. Yes. There, I mean, there's other players in the conversation, but like if I can get maybe the two best corners in football on the same under 25 team. Yeah. That is so like that was part of sick. That was, and I promise I'm not going to continue to reference Trevor Lawrence and where I had him in the rankings the entire show, but I had sauce at five in my under 25 list. And I had Patrick Sertan at seven. Yep. First of all, the people who were, passionately complaining that sauce was over Sertan. Like they're five and seven in the five and seven. Yeah. Flip a damn coin. It doesn't matter. These are both just two of the best in the game. And and that's yep. that that is where it is. Also, you just mentioned those two guys might be the best at their position at an incredibly difficult position to play. And so right. When I when I was going back and forth a little bit with people about Lawrence, some people wanted Lawrence high, some people wanted Lawrence like in the top five, and it's like Lawrence isn't close to one of the best quarterbacks in the game yet. I mean, maybe he will be this year, but it's not like again. Right. This just goes back to how talented I think this this um, young group of players is this year. And Sertan and Sauce were two of those guys who. All right, you're going back to back. Um, had to, I had to find a strength somewhere. I, better get I mean, one, once I didn't get Trevor Lawrence, it was like I'm going to be swimming upstream. So let's try to let's try to make up some miles. So I'm just trying to find unique strengths. Okay, I think that's I, it. I think that's my first unique strength. I, t- I mean, yeah, to wide receiver and edge. They're they're good groups. You're going to make up ground there. Yeah, but yeah. So um, I with my next two picks, I'm going to attack scarcity once again. Right. Uh, again, not saying that these are the next two most talented players that are left. No um, doubt. But for the pool of players, this is where I'm going. The first player I'm drafting is Kyle Pitts at tight end. Just yeah. got to do it. There's there's, there's no other tight end who is even close to him, I think, talent-wise. Uh, sure, maybe it hasn't exactly been the type of start of his career that we have wanted to see, but over 1,000 yards as a rookie. I mean, he's he's still... He's still good, man. Uh, he, he's, he's still like, an alien, man. He's going to figure it yeah. out, uh, and they're going to figure it out within that offense. So I'm going to go with Kyle Pitts as my next pick here. And then in another massive surprise, okay, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Jordan Davis. Damn, that was uh, that was my next pick. 
Yeah, I, I've got to go Jordan Davis here because interior defensive line, if you're playing with, if you are setting up your team with two interior defensive linemen, which I kind of want to, Jordan Davis and Jalen Carter are, to me, without question, the guys that have the highest ceiling of this group. They're the highest impact players. They're the most talented players. Um, and there are some other guys on this list. Obviously, you, you'll draft at least one of them. But those are the two guys that I have to go with. So I'm going I'm going Pitts at tight end, and I'm going Jordan Davis. No doubt. I don't blame you at all. I was looking to get a D-line because it's, once again, a group that can scare you. And now I kind of look back, and I'm like, screw it at this point. It's not really people I'm – clamoring those, those will those will, those will be your second and third to last picks other than quarterback i would assume yeah i mean why bother at this point so okay just now just now you're shitting on your defensive lineman under 25 yeah i already told you my d-line might stink no it's and it kind of puts me back in the spot of let's try to make up some ground in, you know, unique circumstances, mm -hmm. um, which is pretty difficult to do right now. There are good players, but I think right here then, because I, I do think he has separated himself from the pack. I'm going to take Tristan Wirfs here. Okay. Because yeah. I just think he's so good. And there, there are, this is a good tackle group. Like that's why I wasn't going to do this, but I do think Werfs is on a little bit of a different level um, than the entire tackle group, which I know you agreed with looking at the article and how you stacked them as well. Yep. Yep. Totally did. And, and Werfs is somebody who just the consistency man has been there for him. I mean, he even took a step up in elite pass protection. Now, of course the question is now Brady's no longer his quarterback. Brady had one of the fastest times to throw times to throw one of the fastest time i'm an idiot uh one of the fastest time to throw of any we'll quarterback in the nfl and that is objectively going to change with them going to baker mayfield so right how much of tristan Wirfs not giving up sacks not giving up pressures was brady getting the ball out quick or was it really him being a pass protecting technician i think it's a little bit of both i think the truth is in between but it doesn't take away anything from the fact that he has had an unbelievable start to his career already and he's just straight up one of the best offensive tackles in the nfl regardless of age so my next pick talking about building strengths on strengths this player is severely underrated coming into the season where people might not get as excited about me initially and i think that'll look a lot better a year from now i'm gonna take jalen phillips and oh you yeah, I, I had to find it once again, some kind of advantage somewhere. Now I have Micah Parsons and Jalen Phillips. The edge group is is like it drops off. It does. It there's does, some, it there's does some steals, drop off. But it drops off a little bit. And Jalen Phillips was really, really good last year. And yep. I think under Vic Fangio, I know in PFF he had an 88.6 pass rush grade. I mean, he he might be one of the bigger, like plays to make a giant jump this year he is 23 years old i'm jacked up about the path like you you got the interior going but i got the edge the edge guys firing with parsons and jalen phillips man phillips phillips would have been next for me he would have been in the, he would have been in that next group because i was going to put together a defensive line that i was thinking i was clearly going to win that group so uh phillips is fantastic man I, I remember i had him as edge one in the draft when when he was coming out a couple of years ago he just can do everything. 
He can yep. win with strength. He can win with speed. He can win with flexibility, even for a player of his size. Super impressive. And I think that his rise is really underrated right now. There's a lot of other talking points coming out of Miami, whether it was Mike McDaniels as a head coach, obviously what was going on with Tua, you know, the Tyree Kill, um, Jalen Waddell, the, the connection at wide receiver. Like there were so many other things that you could have talked about with Miami that I felt as if Jalen Phillips' ascension last year was not talked about enough. So, Love the pick there. I thought that that was a really great pick. And you got a good defense. Have to. I have to stop Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, you do. And Jamar Chase. Imagine that. Oof. Well, it's kind of dumb to say because Joe Burrow is better than Trevor Lawrence. So it's like, no, I can't imagine that. Jamar okay. Chase, that's a great quarterback. <laughs> that's 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 fair, actually. Uh, that, that That is fair. Um, all right. Do I go after scarcity again? I think I I think I need to. That's how the beginning of the draft tends to go, unless you just see an elite talent. Right, 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 right. I'm going to go. I'm going to get Creed Humphrey at center. Nice. I'm going to take Creed. And then. I think I'll go Trey Smith. So I'll go, I'll go, I'll mm. go both, both Kansas City That's Chiefs here yeah. with the, uh, the interior offensive line selection Creed to play center for me, obviously. And then, uh, and then Trey's going to play one of the guard spots for me. So I'll go back to back there. I just, there are other players that you'd be okay with. And I know that you're going to be okay with drafting at these spots, but um, for the reasons that you mentioned with these other, with, with these other positions, just being so deep, kind of want to touch on those two players and Creed. He was super high on, on that article list that I had because dude, I mean, what more could you want from him? He's graded right. out as an elite center in both of his first two seasons. He's awesome. He's just, he's he is clearly the best in a group that you may be okay with the other guys. He's clearly the best. So uh, we'll go with the two Kansas City Chiefs offensive linemen here: Creed Humphrey and Trey Smith. All right. So I think it's going to surprise you a little bit, but my next picks, okay, are going to be Ceedee Lamb and Jalen Waddle. And I'm going right. to play, obviously, Justin Jefferson and CeeDee Lamb in my wide receiver spots. spots Waddle in my flex, my f- total flex spot. Yep. Because I'm understanding that I am not going to have a Trevor Lawrence at quarterback, and I need my weapons to be truly elite difference makers to get the ball in their hands. And I love that trio. I mean, Waddle last year is what a 23 year old had over 1300 yards. We know Lamb and Jefferson are just unique dominant threats in the NFC. Mm. There are there are still good wide receivers, but I really need to step it up a notch, knowing that I'm a step behind at quarterback. So Jefferson, CD Lamb, Jalen Waddle are my my. It's 11 personnel for me. That's I cool. al- I almost did that. I almost instead of the offensive lineman, I almost was just like. We're going full Madden here. We're we're airing it out. I'm getting all those guys plus Kyle Pitts. I'm gonna make so so one of us was gonna get an absolutely terrifying wide receiver trio. Um, I couldn't let you do it with Lawrence. Like then I'm I'm just screwed. It doesn't matter if I have eight Sauce Gardeners and Sertans out there. Well, I think Especially if you had Madden. eight Sauce Gardeners and Sertans, I think that you actually might be okay. But uh, run defense might be a problem. But man, we're gonna cover the hell out of everyone. You would. You definitely would. Okay, so. Got those wide receivers off the board. And I love it, man. I, I think that Jalen Waddle took a big step forward this year. Oh, man, is he the, good? The previous the previous year, it felt like they were just using him kind of as an underneath player. They were like, hey, you're super fast. Let's get you those yards after catch. 
This year it was different. This year I thought that they really allowed him to develop a better route tree deeper down the field. They got the most out of that deep speed with him too. And CeeDee Lamb, kind of the same thing, right? Amari Cooper's out of there. He's taken over as that wide receiver one. And he's a player who had a lot of success in the slot, but now he's also shown that he could have success on the outside too. So Justin Jefferson, CeeDee Lamb, Jalen Waddle are three players now that I know that this is kind of, it's it, it's truly a fantasy roster that we're putting together, but that would be terrifying to try to guard because all three of those guys can play all three wide receiver spots at any point in time. So, um, right. Yeah. That's a, that's, that's a really nice trio that you have there. Um, all right. Where am I going with this next one? I'm currently sitting here like in a puddle of sweat. Cause I think I'm going to get sniped and I might've not screwed up. Cause I, I just love that trio I've, I've gotten, but I've, I'm nervous on this round. It is what it is, but I'm trying to think of where you think you're going to get sniped. Although it's, it's, I'm being a little dramatic, but it's, I just, I think it might happen here. Um, can I draft Tyler Smith as a guard? Because he played left tackle yeah. a lot last year. No, 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 no. Fill in you... for Tyron Smith, but he's supposed to be a guard for you. No, that's fine. Okay. I, right. I totally think if a guy has position flexibility that we've seen with our eyes, like yeah. then he he gets it in the under twenty five draft. Okay. Remember, like you you are developing a t- like a team here. You're not just like playing total like you have scheme in mind, you have player development in mind. That's completely fair. So, I think I'm gonna go. He's a killer. Tyler Smith as one of my selections. That rounds out my interior offensive line and my interior defensive line is also rounded out. So I'm pumped there. He's got his thinking cap on, folks. I'm going to go Nicobe Dean at linebacker. Okay. Yeah. So I'll so Ty, Tyler Smith. Oh, I have Trey Smith and Tyler Smith. Hey, what do you know? Look at that. An offensive um, line full of Smiths. Just just the Smiths. It's just Agent Smith offensive line. Um Creed and Smith firm. Smith, Smith, and Creed. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> Better call Smith, Smith and Creed. <laughs> so uh I'm happy that I'm rounding out my interior offensive line and my interior defensive line. And then linebacker, I think there's a handful of options that obviously we could go with. But Nakobe, man, you go back to what he was able to do at Georgia, and it's just special impact stuff, that national championship season. And I think that a time is certainly coming where he is going to elevate the middle of that Eagles defense. He's going to have a similar type of impact as a communicator, as a guy who could be all over the field. He's got the athleticism. He has that recognition. So of course, yeah, he's a little bit smaller. He's a little bit limited physically. He's got the injury history, but I just think that this guy is so, so talented. So I wanted to make sure that I got Nicobe Dean. I know you like him a lot. I wanted oh, to yeah. get him as at least one of my linebackers here. Cause I'm probably going to play nickel based defense anyways, because everybody is, but uh, Tyler, Tyler Smith and, um, and and Nicobe Dean as my two selections here. Yeah, I would say you're probably going to play nickel because my 11 personnel is never coming off the field. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Uh, okay, so the player I was worried you would snipe was Nick Bolton at linebacker. Ooh, okay, all right. I knew I, you were going to take linebacker. 
Bolton was Bolton was two for me. Like okay. I had I had Dean one, Bolton two, and they were yep. they were right there for me. So yeah, so I had to take Nick Bolton because linebacker is is a very scarce position. Yeah, truly. in this and and that becomes quite the problem, quite quickly, and that's kind of my thought process for the next one. And this is a little projecting here. It it really really is. And I thought he was good last year, but I think he can be uh maybe great this year and expectations are to be great and once again this is a position serious scarcity i am going to take kyle hamilton at safety oh okay all right he, he's there's the guy not who a I lot thought of, of yeah. other than other than nicobe dean maybe going it's safe. definitely one of those like he probably won't be he'll probably be a bottom five player on this roster based on talent because there's so much damn talent. Mm-hmm. But it goes back to your thought with interior D-line. There is not much at safety here. There really isn't. No. Uh, no, you're right. And Hamilton is somebody who... I, I was looking up different position snap counts for these guys at safety, because, of course, like we call guys safeties, but, okay, are you a single high safety? Are you Big a box nickel. safety? Are you, uh, are, are you playing slot? What are you doing? And... Hamilton was one of those guys who can play a lot of different ones for you. Like he yeah. could play free. He could play strong. He played in the slot a lot for the Baltimore defense last year. So he's got a ton of versatility there. Um, they gave away Chuck Clark, gave him away. So they yeah, were like, right. it's, it's Kyle Hamilton's time. Yeah. They were very, they were very, very comfortable with that. Okay. Um, I can't have you snipe this player from me so i think what positions do we have that are the same now we have one or that we both have open we have running back yep we have one offensive tackle spot we have don't have an edge spot we have one linebacker spot a nickel corner spot and a safety safety spot. spot Okay, I'm going to go with J.C. Horn. Nice. Because I cannot let, cannot let you get J.C. Horn as you're somehow... I like, thought about it. I really corner. did. <laughs> so I was really going to J.C. Horn and Patrick Sertan would be absolutely sick. I didn't have J.C. Horn on my, um, on my top 25 under 25. And honestly, hand up, mistake. He should he okay. should he should have been on there. I should have had JC Horn on there. Uh he is that talented. Even with the time that he has missed from injury, he's gonna be uh one of the best young corners in the game. I I, I should have I should have had him on there. So I'll go with Horn. All right, I'm gonna go with Talanova Hufonga as my as my okay. as my uh as my other safety here because it's a fun pick. I felt as if Hamilton and Hufonga were the top two safeties to get. Um, and then there's a handful of guys that I think are good that you'd yeah. be okay with. But for what Hufonga was able to do as a true like middle of the field impact player, that was pretty unmatched versus the guys that he was um, compared against last year. So we'll go we'll go two secondary spots. We'll get we'll get JC Horn to make sure you don't have an just absolutely sick cornerback trio and then uh we'll go Funga here as well okay it puts me back on the clock man it, it is getting really 
it's getting pretty tricky here. Well, now right we're now. Uh, we're at the point we don't have many overlapping. No, there's not like the strategy at play isn't insane. Still honestly. have a corner spot open. Still have a linebacker spot open. Still both do have a safety spot open. Yeah. Um, tackle and then and then running back are the two that we have open right. Yeah, now. I'm gonna take Jonathan Taylor. Um, I just think that he clear, is just a, clear, he's clear, a, one. He, clear, clear, one. number one, great player. The Colts had everything go wrong for them last year. He's going to remind everybody this year, healthy, better quarterback situation. We think rejuvenated new coaching staff, Jonathan Taylor is a great player. And it goes back to me not getting Trevor Lawrence, trying to one up you as much as I can at other positions on offense that I can gain any kind of competitive advantage. I mean, really, that's that's what it comes down to. And then it gets really interesting, man. It really does. Now we're once again back in that strategy mold. Because I'm looking at some players and I'm like, can I play them in that spot? Man. I don't want to say I'm stuck. I'm just like really, really torn here. I am going to take Rashawn Slater. Okay. And, and just right. have like the tackle group is really, really good. Mm -hmm. But Worfs and Slater as my my bookends. And they, oh, it sick. fits. Slater plays on the left in this situation. Worfs stays on the right. Yep. Instead of yep. bouncing over. Yep. So I like the compliments there. No, I wondered when I wondered who was going to take Slater next, because I, I think that Slater, I don't want to say is the obvious choice, because I mean, now that all the tackles are off the board, like. You know, Penny Sewell is there. Christian Derrissaw is there. Andrew Thomas is Andrew there. Andrew Thomas like, is great. These, right. Like, these are all... Iki Aquanu obviously, is still there as well. So, there's a there's a ton of guys that you could that you could still believe in. But I still thought Rayshon Slater was going to be that next guy. So, who's going to take the bait on it? Obviously, you do here. So, was that two picks for you? Or was that, that was just... two picks. Yep. Oh, yeah, you went Taylor. Yeah, you went Taylor and then um, Slater. <sighs> Don't have many open spots left. I'll go. I'll attack two of the open spots that we have. I'll draft Devin Lloyd as my other linebacker. Okay. And then I will take Tyreek Woolen Ooh, as my as pick. my other as my other outside corner. That's a fun pick. Yeah. So I so two young defensive guys, obviously Dean, not Dean, uh Lloyd is still kind of coming along. It's tough to step in right away as a linebacker and really look that good. So that you just have so much on your plate. You're trying to be a communicator, especially for that Jags defense that didn't really have a leader outside of him uh, at the second level. So I felt as though his first season was fine. There were flashes, there were struggles, but I still think that he is going to be uh, a really good football player. And then, yeah, Woolen, because, again, I, I don't want you to just have this freakish secondary that I can – not pass the ball against despite getting trevor lawrence at number one in the draft so okay so this is where it gets kind of tricky once again i'm looking at like bad some really rough groups for this exercise and just trying to plug the holes obviously that was the thought with the bolton and kyle hamilton pick and you could tell them i'm like trying to filter through ultimate right now and it's just like overloaded it's like what the hell are you doing um They're like what exercise are you doing yeah what the hell are you doing okay so man dude it is like it I mean, gets it gets rough out here, out here. Dude, i want to double I, I need to check an age too 
I haven't sweat this hard since Verdansk was the map in Warzone, honestly. God. Oh, and what a sweat that was. <laughs> that was the last time I played Warzone. Um, I mean, yeah, with good reason. Yeah, good reason. Okay, it's, it's, this it's, is a no. stock exchange favorite. Oh! Stock exchange favorite coming off a little bit, maybe, I guess, of a down year, but I still believe in him. And this position group kind of stinks. I'm going to take Cam Curl here. Oh, okay, cool. I, he's yeah. a stock exchange favorite. Yeah, Cam's awesome. Cam's great. He's a good player. The safety group, God, it's it's pretty bad. Just being honest here, like the more you get into it, deeper. It's one guy deeper. that I'm a K four who's gonna make. Money, okay, but okay, I like to hear that. I really do. Now, I'm but yeah, Cam is Cam has been super steady. It, it it hasn't been a good secondary group for Washington, I, and that's why they invested so heavily into it. Yeah, it's super up and down at best. You know, I've, you know, two early draft picks this year in. Um, Tertavius Martin and and Emmanuel Forbes. But Curl is one of those players who makes a ton of sense as a reliable dude, as as a strong safety type. So he still gives you the ability to move Kyle Hamilton around a lot on your team. So I like I like that Cam Curl got drafted here. That's that's appropriate, I think. So I have a sneaky one for my next one. I thought this guy was really good last year. Okay. And it, he might he kind of salvaged me in a spot that I thought I was doomed at. How about Christian Barmore? Oh, yeah. On New England. He, well, he had he had to be one of the top four players that we were going to draft at interior defensive line. So he's very good. He um, is. He is. I, I know he's, he's been steady. banged up at times, but I really, really like Barmore and think he's somebody that I could walk away with and go, okay, my my D line is we'll be okay. Yeah. So yeah. Cam Curl and Barmore. Uh only other spot that we have open now is Nickel corner. Right. All right. So there's a player that I have ranked higher. And then there's a player that I think is a better nickel corner. Interesting. Actually, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to open up. You're banning ship. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm opening up ultimate really quick because I've got to see. I've got to see where this where, where this where this player played, because if they did not play in the slot at all whatsoever, and I will obviously break this down in a second. That's then, the tricky part. Then it's like, uh, I don't know. I wonder if we're looking up the same exact player. If we are, just send it over to me. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Let's see. OK. Because. I'm laughing at the snap total I just found. Oh no. Oh no, folks. Oh no, it's all going to hell. Where no, I don't wanna why am I looking at special teams? I don't want to look at special teams. I want to look at coverage. Player position. This is great podcasting. We're at that point of the draft, folks. Sorry. Okay. All right. All right. All right. We're okay here. Okay. That's better than I thought. That's more slot snaps than I thought. We didn't look at the same player then. Oh, we did. <laughs> All right, I don't think this guy played slot, but he's better. Son of a... No, this guy played absolutely no slot. Quarter. Oh, maybe we are then. <laughs> Son of a god. If you don't do it, I'm doing it. I'm going to pick Tyson Campbell. Okay. 
Wow. Um, yeah, definitely not a slot. <laughs> right, right. We're we're gonna I'm gonna pick Tyson Campbell and he's we're gonna figure it out who's better at playing in the slot versus the outside. Shoot, maybe we could just have JC Horn roam around and play the slot it, because I, I have a ton of faith in JC Horn to be able to do that. But I was debating between Tyson Campbell and Trent McDuffie. And McDuffie's played a lot more in the slot than Tyson Campbell has. Campbell is basically an exclusively outside corner. So maybe he ends up playing outside corner for me. But those are the two guys that I was looking at. Hey, I had AJ Terrell on the board as well. Like I, I was thinking, I was thinking about uh, Trayvon Diggs too, yep. but um, ultimately I'm just, I'm going to go with Tyson Campbell here because he had such a fantastic year last year. Maybe it's a he little bit of recency good. bias over, um, Terrell, who was an elite corner two years ago, not a very good corner this past year. So I just go with the guy who is, I think, playing at a higher level right now and, and Tyson Campbell. So you have your three corner spots taken. I do. Yes, I do. Okay. Yep. Yep. I mean, once again, we're kind of at the point where it doesn't fully matter here. No, it doesn't anymore. I think with it, we're all we're all yeah accounted for. Because okay. we can't we can't pick our reserve players until all the rosters are filled. Yes, of course. So I'm going to take Tyler Linderbaum to play center. Yeah, knew you would. Yeah, no surprise there. Easy one for me. And then I am going to take Trevon Diggs to play as my third corner. He's yeah. probably the one that's going to go to the slot. I, I was torn between Asante Samuel Jr., who played nine oh, snaps right. in the slot. Yeah, that I didn't even think about G- Asante. He was the guy I thought we were. He's the one I thought we were Googling together. Yeah. And I liked him, but I'm going to take Diggs. Diggs, Gardner, Sertan are my corners. Linderbaum yeah. at center. How many How many snaps did Diggs play in the slot? <sighs> Probably barely any. Let's get, let me look. I'm not really a guy I would see traveling like that. Yeah. Uh, where is he? I'll find it, though. Trayvon Diggs. Let's see. Where are you? Uh, I would think not a lot unless he's... Okay, here going with somebody. Yeah. Oh, I put a hundred targets. That wasn't very smart. He played fifty-eight snaps in the slot versus eleven hundred and forty-seven. I'll take it. Oh. See, Better than nine. We just, we just did the same thing with Tyson Campbell. <laughs> oh, okay. You, ha- Campbell- you know where to go. If I say slot, you know where to go. Cool. <laughs> That's more than nine. That's my favorite quote from this episode. <laughs> okay. I said 58 and you were like, I was oh, so that's excited. good. So excited, man. Like a pig in shit. I was like, thank God. More than nine. 58. I bet all of those came in like one game too. Oh, he probably had to trail somebody. <laughs> They're like, all right. Well, the next position I'm looking for is complete hell. You're up, by the way, so it's which is great because boy, do I need the time. I want to where I want to see the slot snaps that he played by game. Okay, that's gonna that's gonna just grinding ultimate film to 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 look up. All right, um, back on the rails, serious podcast. Uh, get two edge spots. I guess I could take my two edge rushers now. Uh, I'll go. I'll go. Aiden Hutchinson and Chase Young. Those are the two edge rushers that I am going to go with. Good group. I certainly have faith in Hutchinson, who, as the year went on, it just felt like he was getting better and better, uh, creating more pressures, getting more backfield production. I think that he's just going to be a really good pro in this league. Young, one of the most productive pass rushers we've seen in college when he was coming out. 
former number two overall pick played somewhat well in spurts before the injury, but it just never felt like he really turned it on and was like crazy dominant. I certainly that has to happen this year since Washington did not pick up the fifth year option for him. And this is his last year before hitting unrestricted free agency. So either way, whether he's still in Washington next year or whether it's somewhere else, if he wants to cash in big time, this is the time to do it. He was still coming back from the injury last year. So it's a little bit understood why he wasn't able to dominate, but this is the year. It's almost like his career's not over, but it's put up or shut up time right now for chase young. Like, are you going to really elevate into that, that dominant pass rusher that teams are going to want to pay a lot of money for to get on their team? Or is he going to be, I'm not saying that this is the exact same kind of player, but are we going to talk about Chase Young the way that we talk about Jadavian Clowney, where you go, man, a super athletic dude, really great build, high floor of a player, but like he just won't, he just cannot take that next step into being that dominant. Again, it's not apples to apples with Jadavian Clowney, but it's kind of like Clowney was drafted number one overall. Chase had all of this hype going into his draft, going number two overall. We're going to talk about him in that light, or is it going to be? a much better one. So uh, Aiden Hutchinson and, and Chase Young as my two edge rushers. And I have faith that it will be the latter. I have faith that we will be talking about Chase Young as one of the best young pass rushers in the league soon. I love it. Um, I absolutely love it. I think that's where exactly where I would have went too. And there's good value there. I mean, yeah. you, it's not like you're like, oh God, I just need a body out there. You actually feel pretty good about it. Okay. Right. right. So my next pick, I, I'm actually like very content with this. I, I thought it would be worse. I'm going to take Pat Fryermuth. Um, yeah, he's he's, he's the only other one that made Let's sense. Make sure we don't have a birthday issue. To me. We don't. No, no, he turns 25 in October. We're good. Yeah. So Pat Fryermuth at tight end. I like Fryermuth. And then start to look at the offensive line here. Uh, I'm going to go with Quinn Miners. Oh, nice. Okay. Yep. He's I had him been on the big board. Very good. Um, yeah. I feel like very good. Yep. So Quinn Miners at guard next to Tyler Linderbaum with Worfs and Slater at tackle. One more interior offensive lineman is left for me to pick. Yeah. I'll stick with offensive line as well. I'll just go my two offensive tackles. Andrew Thomas is going to play left and uh, Penny Sewell is going to play right. Nice. I, I, Thomas was elite this past year he's fantastic he was my ot1 back in that super talented draft with him and tristan Wirfs and makai beckton and jedrick wills like i had andrew thomas as, as ot1 in that draft and he really struggled his first year but this past year it just the light completely came on for him he's he knows how to win with power finesse he's got great balance he's understanding pass rush moves now at, at nfl speed so really great year this past year and i think it's only going to continue for him and then penny sewell He's been Sewell has been solid these last two years, but he's he still struggles with penalties a little bit. However, I do think that that like year three jump for offensive tackles is very real, especially for a player who remember is as young as Penny Sewell is. I'm pretty sure Penny Sewell is still 22 years old. He's two years in the league, so I think that it could be an absolutely dominant season for him coming up as he continues to to take that next step forward and even what we've already seen from him is is fantastic right tackle work so uh, i'll go with andrew thomas and penny school okay so i have one more d-line spot to fill we are going to back to the eagles well for the third time trevor took jalen carter and jordan davis i am going to take milton williams it okay. is wild yep. it is wild the talent they have i, I mean Stupid. they just lost hargrave who got a monster deal and they're still trotting out 
Jalen Carter, Jordan Davis, and Milton Williams. Milton Williams' tape is really, really good. He's a guy that could explode this year. Mm-hmm. And then to round out my interior of the offensive line, I'm going to take Elijah Vera Tucker. Um, so when you when you picked Miners, I was like, is he not going to take oh, AVT? Of course. Of course <laughs> I'm going to. I'm like AVT's I, biggest fanboy. Because like, I had AVT ranked ahead of Miners. And I, I like Miners. I was comfortable yeah. getting him in this draft. But when you picked him over AVT, I was like, did he, no, I just knew. I just knew it didn't matter, right? Like it just yeah, didn't you, matter. No, you, royal, you, you, you royal rumbled it. He's you know <laughs> entry number thirty. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, so that rounds out my offensive line um, and defensive line. We're getting pretty close to the the official rosters here, and then we'll go to reserves. Okay, I will. I will save the suspense with who my wide receivers are going to be for my last two picks uh, at free safety. I'm going to go with Javon Holland. Javon Holland was the he other very safety. good. Great pick. Yeah. I Javon, forgot him. Good Javon pick. Holland was the other player who Damn, good pick played really, really well. His, his first season, like he's almost awesome. had an elite coverage grade as a free safety. His first season this past year wasn't as strong, but coverage grades and just coverage play in general, very volatile year to year. So he is still a really talented player and one of the better free safeties that, that I had to choose from in this draft. So I'm pretty pumped for getting him there. Uh, to play next to Hufanga, who could play more of that strong safety over the middle type of uh, enforcer role. Running back. I'm going to pick Bijan. Oh. I'm going to do it. Yeah, it had to be done. I'm going to pick Bijan. I'm taking Bijan over both Brees Hall and Kenneth Walker. It's tough to do with the years that those two players had. I I would have done the same. It's when I when I made these rankings, I clearly had Jonathan Taylor number one, and then I had I had Bijan Robinson at number two. I, I get it. I know he hasn't played it down in the NFL yet, but doesn't matter. Supremely talented. doesn't matter. So Javon Holland and Bijan Robinson here. All right. So for my last linebacker spot, I'm going to the rookie well as well. Okay. Um, I'm going to take Jack Campbell. You son of a gun. Uh, I mean, he's an awesome player. He absolutely justified, in my opinion, as a top twenty-five selection. Mm-hmm. and the linebacker group is kind of cheeks to be honest with you like it it really it's it's really bad i mean and can't i think campbell's going to be really good so nick bolton and jack campbell in the middle and i saved my quarterback pick for last to build the suspense what do you think i'm doing here oh it's it's one of two options right okay i think it's either justin fields or bryce young that's what i think Yep. Okay. Now, this is all due respect to, I would say, Kenny Pickett as well, who had a really nice end, end to the season last year. But sure. for as much as I was impressed with Pickett in his rookie season, and I think that uh, he's going to continue to to play good football, It's it to me, it had to come down to these two guys. If you got Trevor Lawrence, those were the two that I was going to debate between. And honestly, this is really hard. It is because if this team was playing a game today, I feel better about fields like his rushing element and playing in an offense with this kind of talent to improve as a thrower really, really intrigues me. But I was so high on Bryce Young. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make my pick and then I want to hear what you would have done. I'm going to take Bryce Young and this is really hard. It really, really is. Because I like Justin Fields. I liked him in that draft. I thought he took huge strides last year, specifically as this uh, 
game-breaking threat with how he could take off, and I saw some strides as a passer with not a lot of talent around him. I think this is more to me about what I think Bryce is going to be than about Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. And some people won't like that and won't agree, and that's fine. I have no problem with that. I That's why people talk about football. They disagree all the time. Right. I saw Bryce Young not this far because of the size, but closer to a Joe Burrow prospect than the other end of the spectrum. And I can't say that and then not take him here. I think he is going to be such a great passer in this league as long as that frame can hold up that I'm very comfortable taking him in this spot before he's ever played a snap in the NFL. I also would have picked Bryce. I also would have picked Bryce Young. And again, a lot of the same points that that you made. I like Justin Fields a lot. Right. There is certainly reason to believe that his offensive line and his his cast of 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 players to throw the ball to has not been good enough, but neither is he as a passer. So I think I have more faith in Bryce Young to become a dominant passer in this league than I do Justin Fields, but of course Justin Fields rushing element goes into it and what they are yeah, overall great. as a quarterback. So I don't know if there was t- really a wrong answer here, but yeah, I, I don't know if there's a wrong answer would have gone with Bryce Young as well. If you guys are really convicted in the other area, if you would have said Justin Fields had to be one of these two picks, we'd love to hear it in the YouTube comments. I got two spots left before we get into the reserves. Uh, I have- that Jalen hurts couldn't qualify. It would have been so easy. Oh, Hurts and Lawrence being the court. Like, oh well, if if Jalen Hurts was eligible in this draft, you um, right, you take him. You take him first, right? Who? What do you mean? Do you take Hurts over Lawrence? Yeah, I I definitely would. I, have I taken, would. I definitely would have taken Hurts over Lawrence. But I wonder. That's another when, good combo. I wonder when we would have drafted them. Great the point because it's so close. You're like, oh, right. oh, I didn't get Jalen Hurts. I get Trevor Lawrence. Oh, I didn't get. Trevor right. Lawrence, I'll take Jalen Hurts, who exactly. just was, was amazing in the Super Bowl. Yeah. It's yeah. yeah. So th- it was good and bad, right? Like that strategy would have been very intriguing, but also this strategy was very intriguing as well. If if Hurts was eligible, I think what would have happened in this draft is you and I would have gone back and forth. I think Parsons would have been the number one overall pick, no matter who yep. each of us were picking. And then we probably would have gotten like one or two rounds of our picks in. And then we both would have been sweating to get either Jalen Hurts or Trevor Lawrence, whoever we preferred. So I feel like they would have awkwardly been like the sixth or seventh picks in the draft. I would have waited till you made the pick. I would not okay. have taken one before you. Yeah. I don't. I would have taken. I would have taken Hurts. Then I would. It sounds That's like I would have taken Hurts before you would have. Then you would have taken. Lawrence. That's probably fair. I mean, obviously, Hurts is ahead of Lawrence right now. There is no yes. arguing against yeah. that. So but that's that's very fair. That. Right. So, right. Uh, two wide receivers left. I already have Jamar Chase. The next two wide receivers I'm going to go with are uh, Devonte Smith and T Higgins. So those are the those are the three wide receivers that I'm going to have here. It is crazy looking at the amount of wide receiver talent that we still have, and we still have a skill position player to select. So I'm not going to say the other names because you now get to start with two players. So you get to, you get to, you get to snake here on the reserve since I got the number one overall pick in this draft. But uh, yeah, Higgins and, and Devonte Smith, again, two guys who have fully arrived, I think within their abilities. Um, T Higgins would be a wide receiver one on maybe half the teams in the league. I think outside of Cincinnati that already has Jamar chase. Um, I'm sorry to T Higgins that he still can't get away from Jamar chase here in this very exercise. Um, but Devonte Smith kind of the same way, man, if Devonte Smith were on a handful of different teams in the NFL, he'd probably be their wide receiver one, but 
Uh, AJ Brown is there. So AJ Brown, I think is going to get a little bit more looks than him, but it was certainly a two headed attack there in Philadelphia. So Smith and Higgins uh, to round out my team. All right. Now we get into the reserves in the reserves category. We have it as skill player, offensive lineman, box player, coverage player. Yep. My first pick is my box player. I'm going with Joshua Uche. Oh, he was next. He's next yeah. on my big board. Uche is great pass rusher. Um, okay. Obviously, I got Jalen Phillips and Micah Parsons as my rushers. But Uche, like, I, there was, before I took Jalen Phillips, there was part of me that was like, do I wait? Because I will happily have Josh Uche be the other guy. And then I decided to take Phillips because I think his projection for me in 2023 is so high. Mm-hmm. Still getting, I'm really happy about still getting Uche. I mean, that's somebody that I, if you're rotating him into rush in this oh, scenario, nasty. Your your edge rushers are filthy with Parsons, that's a, Phillips, and Uche. They're that's filthy. a dream, yeah, right there. My reserve offensive lineman. Ooh, I'm gonna take Christian Darisaw. You son. Uh, you could rage quit if you want. <laughs> that was the obvious, though. Like that yeah, was the, yeah, that yeah. was the one. There now there are a couple of players that I'm obviously pumped to still pick to get his reserve players. But Darisaw, Darisaw had an elite. He was phenomenal. Pass blocking grade last season. He was incredible. He took a massive step forward last year. So getting him makes total sense. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, um, skill position players. So I can go tight end which I literally don't have any on my big board because I only listed off Kyle Pitts and Pat Fryermuth because I wasn't right. going to take another one. Um, wide receiver, there's a ton of guys to choose from. Oh, yeah. Wide receiver's a dream. Coverage player. You took Diggs, didn't you? I did take Diggs. Okay. All right. I'm going to take... I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna take AJ Terrell. Nice. That was my next pick. I mean, I I have to. He was absolutely locked down two years ago. And like I said, struggled last year, but coverage is up and down anyways. I hope it's a much closer to the one two years ago than the one last year. And I think that that will be the case uh, with a much better defense around him. So I'll go AJ Terrell as my reserve coverage player. Okay. And then skill position. I'm going to break your heart. I'm going to do it. Yeah, it's smart. It's a good pick. I'm going to go Garrett Wilson. Yeah, it's a great pick. Yeah, I, I was very afraid that you were going to take Garrett Wilson with the reason this, I didn't this first time around. The reason I didn't is because I was okay with him or Amon Ross St. Brown as my reserve skill guy. Sure. But it's still, he's, it's a great pick. Yeah. He's, I mean, one offensive rookie of the year with Zach Wilson, Mike White, Joe Flacco, and Chris Strebler. All due respect. So, all due respect to all to that lovely crew of four. So okay, so you're taking St. Brown then as your skill position player? Monroe St. Brown is my skill guy. Yep. Asante Samuel Jr. as mm. my coverage player. Nice. That's good. Voila. All right. My O lineman. Uh yeah, Iki Aquano. Nice. I think I have to go with Iki here. And then uh not gonna not gonna pick an interior defensive lineman not gonna pick a linebacker how old is roy lopez 
I don't know how old Robert Lopez is, actually. Ah, uh, he's 25. He graduated. Damn. Good for him, though. But damn, he turns 26 in August. Happy early birthday to Juan Lopez. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm, I'll go Kayvon. I'm going to go Kayvon Thibodeau. Nice. As my uh, as my my box player here. All right. Um. Yeah. There we go. Uh. You wanna you wanna list off your team while I finish yes. writing mine? Sure. So at quarterback, I got Bryce Young. Running back, Jonathan Taylor. My wide receivers are Justin Jefferson and C.D. Lamb. Um. Ooh. My tight end is Pat Fryermuth. My flex player is Jalen Waddle. We are obviously living in eleven personnel. My tackles are Tristan Wirfs and Rashawn Slater. My interior offensive line is Quinn Miners at guard and Elijah Vera Tucker at guard with Tyler Linderbaum at center. My pass rushers on the edge are Jalen Phillips and Micah Parsons. My interior defensive linemen are Christian Barmore and Milton Williams. My off-ball linebackers are Nick Bolton and Jack Campbell. My corners on the outside are Sauce Gardner and Patrick Sertan II. My slot corner is Trevon Diggs. My safeties are Kyle Hamilton and Cam Curl. My reserve skill player is Amon Ross St. Brown. My reserve offensive lineman is Christian Derisaw. My reserve pass rusher box player is Josh Uche. And my reserve coverage player is Asante Samuel Jr. It's a damn good team, but uh, full bias involved. I think my team's a little bit better. I got Trevor Lawrence at quarterback. I got B. John Robinson at running back. My three wide receivers that I'm going to play are Jamar Chase, Devontae Smith, and T. Higgins. And then when I want to get the tight end involved, uh, you know, just you know, throw Kyle Pitts out there just to be casual about it. Uh, my offensive tackles, I got Andrew Thomas and Penny Sewell. Interior offensive linemen, we got Creed Humphrey, Trey Smith, and Tyler Smith. We got Smith, Smith, and Humphrey, the law firm. Um, interior defensive linemen, pretty pumped about this one. I think this is a difference-making group uh, for all you people who are trying to vote out there. Jalen Carter and Jordan Davis. Uh, edge rushers, I got Aiden Hutchinson and Chase Young. Linebackers, Nicobe Dean and Devin Lloyd. Secondary, I got Tyson Campbell and Tariq Woolen playing on the outside with J.C. Horn roaming around playing whoever's going to play in this slot on the inside. And then my safety is I got Javon Holland at free safety and Talanova Hufanga at strong safety reserves. Skill player, I got Garrett Wilson. Offensive lineman, I got Iki Kwanu. I think he's got that in, in and out versatility. Um, Kayvon Thibodeau is my box player to throw in there as a good pass rusher. And then my coverage player, is AJ Terrell. There we go. Let us know whose team you guys think. How about how about this? Hmm? <laughs> do you want to run the ball or do you need law? Smith Smith and Humphrey. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Done. Yes. Oh we man. need these shirts. See, like if we had merch for this show, oh we would that's we wouldn't the, have to do the show anymore. That's the show. <laughs> we just make all our money off stupid merch. We need but, to get in on that, alas, man. We need to get in. We need to like I make know. like hats and, and stuff. And we need to like do funny shirts and stuff like that. Okay. This is, this is, I'm, I'm going gonna, gonna to talk to somebody about this. All right. So you guys let us know who you think won and why. Let us know what you think was the biggest reach of the draft. Let us know what you think was the biggest steal of the draft. Whose offense is better. Whose defense is better. And how you would have gone about this differently this is an exercise that obviously we're doing here on this podcast between the two of us but 
We know y'all have awesome takes and opinions on these under 25 players. So we would love to hear from you. Best way to do that is on the YouTube channel. If you're watching this already on YouTube, if you don't already subscribe to the channel, please do so. We would really appreciate it. Hit the video with a like as well. And then get in on the comments. It's the best way to get in on the conversation. We love reading. We know the other listeners love to read them as well. It's a full draft community here on the NFL Stock Exchange podcast. If you are audio only, you can hit us up on Twitter at Tampa Bay Trey, at Connor J. Rogers, both on Twitter and Instagram. Give us your thoughts on the pod, and uh, we'll we'll relay some of those in both the YouTube comments and when we kind of come back to this show and get to revisit it. But I think, like I said, what we're going to do is to set up the vote. Should we do a vo- Well, yeah, yeah, let's do the vote. Okay, we'll do the vote because I would love to see what people think of which team is better. And then if somebody out there, wants to throw these two teams into Madden and send us the screenshots of the stats and who won, who lost all of that. Uh, We would absolutely love you once again for doing that. Just like last year. Wouldn't it, we're gonna have to like really figure this out. It would be incredible if we did a stream of us watching the game. Oh, but it's, it's going to take a, like, we're going to need a couple of weeks here. That's good content though. Maybe when we're back from vacation, because Spoiler alert. And we're not going to stop posting episodes. We'll just pre-tape our shows. I will never stop posting. We'll never. I will never log off ever. <laughs> but maybe it's something fun we could do like a little before training camp gets going underway. A couple of weeks before camp. Dude, that that is a great idea. That's would a be great really, idea. It would be very, Because it'd just funny. be like an hour-long stream, and we could probably do it. Yeah on Streamyard, i think anyway all right oh. so we'll, we'll we'll plan this outside of the show i know sacrilege yes like actual functioning adults which we are not at we'll, all we'll, we'll we'll figure all that out but um buddy anything else before we get out of here no fun show love this show it is um i don't know man it's such a good exercise because it, it just reminds you of how much young talent is in the league yeah You're like oh that guy's not 25 yet like right right and the strategy obviously you and i love we're obsessed with strategy when it comes to football and that's a huge part of it. So mm-hmm. it's it's cool. I, I'm really enjoying that we are we have franchises that we're running back. Like we did these all last year. Yeah. And and the audience, thank you to you guys, received them so warmly that we're continuing to do them and building off other years. And it's it's just cool to watch this show and the community grow. Yep. Um, I couldn't have said it better myself. So if you guys follow the show on Twitter, that's where we're gonna put the poll for you guys to vote on whose team you think would win going head up against each other. Um and we'll probably keep that up for a little bit. If you don't follow the show on Twitter, I believe it's at PFF underscore NFL SE. That's where you can follow the show and, and get to see where that is. All right. I'm going to go uh, take a shower now because I'm sitting in a pool of my own sweat from all Me the too. stress yeah. from this show. But I'm Trevor Sigma. That's Connor Rogers. Thank you guys so much for watching the NFL Stock Exchange podcast. We'll see you next time.